Hello, all you spooky nerds. Welcome back to the Spooktacular Now. I'm Kenzie, here with Nikki, and today we've got another creature feature. Or should I say creatures, plural. These little guys stand out from our previously mentioned cryptids in that we actually have some alleged, quote, video evidence of their existence. No way. Mm -hmm. Is it fact or fabrication? We'll discuss all of that and more as we take a look at the Fresno Nightcrawlers, arguably the most adorable cryptids on the planet. Oh, see, this is a first for me. I am unfamiliar with these they are, creatures. I, they are, I feel like, a lesser known cryptid, but well-loved by right. the people who do know about them. Um, before we get started, I uh, just wanted to uh, quickly mention, if you would like to reach out to us, give us ideas for future episodes, or to just say hello, you can email us at spectacularnowpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Spooktacular Now or on Twitter at Spooktacular Now. And please leave a review to show your support, and we would just love to hear from you guys. So before we dive into the Nightcrawler lore, I first wanted to mention a book that I recently read, and it's one that we've talked about before briefly mm -hmm. on one of our previous uh, Creature Feature episodes, okay. the one that we talked about, Mothman. Mm -hmm. I got my hands on a copy of Paige Lavoie's I'm in Love with Mothman, Aww. the first installment of the Mothman in Love trilogy. Have you read any of it yet? Yeah, I read it all. I, I read it? it in like a couple days. It was good. I I really loved it. It was Aww. super fun. You and should I'm, reach out to her and let her know. Yeah. I'm actually really excited for the next two books to come out. Um, and, you know, it's like going in, I knew it was going to be like a romance, you know, yeah. a love story. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how spicy it was going to be. Oh. Very spicy. It's like cryptid adult romance. romance yeah <laughs> that is amazing yeah it's like such a niche genre but i loved it that is so cool yeah um so you know did it make you feel some type of way <laughs> <laughs> i have no comment <laughs> um but you know to to the parents out there you know uh maybe don't let your kids and tweens read this one good to know no matter how like cutesy the cover looks and you're like ah, oh, mothman don't yeah no this is this is a an adult eyes only type of book i remember um back in the days when i was a teacher and all of those 50 shades of gray books were coming oh out oh my god and i remember talking to someone who was letting their like 12 year old read those <gasps> books <laughs> no and i'm like maybe i'm just too prudish but I cannot imagine. <laughs> I no. know. I can't imagine. Anyway. So. Things in there that a 12-year-old does not need to know about. So they're going to yeah. be like, huh? And then they're going to go looking it up. And they're going to be like, True. Oh. Right. Yeah. Probably scarred them for life. Some of those things. <laughs> oh, God. Pa Why do parents? They're I don't so, know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the plot, it centers around a 22-year-old a social media influencer and YouTuber named Heather. Uh, she grew up online. Her mom was a really big, or still is, a really big uh, influencer and 
very popular on YouTube. So her whole life from when she was a kid to being an adult has revolved around the internet. And at some point she just kind of breaks, she snaps and she's like, I don't want to, you know, I hate seeing all these hate comments. I hate being online. I need a break. So she like shuts off her phone. She leaves behind her computer and she moves from Florida to a little town in Ohio. She finds a little log cabin in the woods that she buys with her influencer money. And it just so happens to be located across the river from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, home of the Mothman. Ah, And uh, one night, she's uh, there's a storm, and he lands on her roof, and he's injured. Oh. And so she she takes him in and nurses him back to health, and they (laughs) fall in love. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he's, at first, I was like, well, this is interesting, because he's, you know, covered in feathers, and he's got, like, talons and a, a beak according to some descriptions but he's actually a shapeshifter oh so he shapeshifts into a more human kind of creature but he's like seven feet tall and he's got like chiseled abs and oh sexy mock man <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got like pale skin and dark curly hair and oh yeah yeah, yeah. so he's like the <laughs> the edward of the mothman <laughs> yeah. specimen yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, it sounds silly, but it was very, it was entertaining read. Oh, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. And I got to say, the author, uh, Paige, she writes the main character with like the perfect Gen Z voice and perspective. Uh, so be prepared for a lot of, I can't even, and literally, because that's how, you know, they talk. They, t- they throw a lot of those in there. And, but I just got to say, I don't identify with Gen Z. I'm a baby millennial. Thank you very much. A baby millennial. Yeah. I mean, you were born. The, like the last year, the cutoff for oh, the millennial for generation. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Gen Zers, they're like a whole another world to me. It, they grew up in like the social media. It's it's all it's what yeah. they've always known. Isn't that crazy to yeah, think about? Super, like, I feel like there was a, a very brief time in my life before I was you know, online and on YouTube and all and before Twitter and Facebook and all that. Right. Um, but it was also new and we were all just kind of figuring out together. But it wasn't like super ingrained into our lives like it is now. And now we've got our smartphones with us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I still remember being not so sucked into that. But then, you know, kids born after me where, you know, they're probably getting cell phones at a younger age than I did. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're, my first cell phone was a little flip phone Nokia. Yeah. With like two ringtones on pink it. Pink and silver. I remember yeah. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that thing's probably going to exist for like another thousand years, wherever it is. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, kids, younger kids, their first phones are like smartphones, you know, because they want to get on all their games, all their apps, and they've probably got secret social media accounts that their parents don't know about. And, um, yeah, you know, they just get swept up in it. And it's so... I so saw, crazy. It's it's so true. Thinking about what their their lives growing up is like compared to what my life. Yeah. I mean, my first the first computer I ever worked on was like in second grade. It was like the Apple II. I remember <laughs> yeah. actually working on a computer that was black and green screen only. The background was black and Whoa. the digits were green. Super old school. Yes. I mean, we're talking the Atari days. <laughs> I watched a video recently that was so funny. And it was this kid carrying around an anaclog. An analog <laughs> clock, yeah. like something that would be hanging up in the school. Yeah. 
He carried it around the hallway of his high school, asking other students if they could tell what time it was. <gasps> it was hilarious. Oh, wasn't oh, they? Man. What? I mean, it was. It's it was funny, so but funny. like kind of sad too. Like right. kids today, you know, they don't learn how to read an analog clock. They don't learn how to write in cursive. And right. like I learned all these things in school, and I, you know, they're lost arts. Yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, what else? Did I learn or they learned maybe as they were younger that isn't going to be like taught anymore? Yeah, true. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, I, I, th- I think of how maybe we'll all just be using like little screens, little tablets. Right. And we'll we won't even, even be writing. Like, yeah. Or we won't even need to like type with a mechanical keyboard. It'll we'll like learn how to do it a different way or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or there'll be like some electrode hooked to our forehead and it <laughs> yeah. will read our thoughts <laughs> yeah and it will just type out on the screen what we're thinking yeah some what crazy poop like that yeah <laughs> i mean and cursive is so good for fine motor for yeah. kids to learn and i still know how to write in it i mean yeah, i don't use it hardly ever right except when i'm like Sign your name. name. Right. But, so, yeah. Now, basically, if you can sign your name, that's really kind of all you need. But mm. I feel like it was it's good for kids to learn cursive. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. There's yeah. so many things that kids have to get through in a day, reading and math, you know, because of all the standards that the states, you know, set that they have to yeah. meet this bar or whatever. I can see where something's going to get cut. You know, it would be cursive. But yeah. Yeah. Your brothers, you know, they don't know. They can't write in cursive at all. Yeah. And I bet they don't. They learned how to read an analog clock, but I bet if we tested them on it, <laughs> they may not They'd be, be like, huh? right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you want to be like a historian, you're probably gonna have to learn how to read it. Yeah. If you want to look at like old documents and mm-hmm. stuff, but sure. um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's funny to me. So you know, back to the book. My, you know, I love the book, but my only gripe with it was that. I don't know if it was just the particular copy that I received or if all of the first editions are like this. There were so many spelling, typing, and grammar mistakes throughout the entire book. It wasn't just like one page here and then maybe another one, you know, it was like almost consistent. Oh, no. So I don't know if it's like maybe a misprint. And the file got corrupted or something as they were printing these books, or or if it was an editing issue. Oh, like in, like I need a good copy editor. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, if it was an editing issue, I kind of want to say like, hey, Paige, you might want to fire your editor and get a new one because <laughs> they obviously did not do a very good job. If this is the case. Oh, I would struggle, struggle yeah. reading that. I mean, it it wasn't. Did it detract your attention? Not really, because. Okay. You, I mean, you still understood the story and you could, there were some instances where like, I don't know if it was autocorrect or what, but like the wrong word got put in, oh. but you could kind of infer what word she was going for. Okay. So you're just kind of like, oh, this is probably what they meant instead. This makes more sense than whatever word this is right now. Yeah. Or there'd be like weird, like two or three spaces after a word instead of one mm. or missing punctuation, just super bizarre stuff. I'm kind of like. I've never read a book ever in my life that's had this many mistakes. Oh, ouch. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So kind of, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe it'll be corrected in like a later edition. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping or if anybody else has like pointed it out mm-hmm. to her because 
Like, if that was my book out there, I wanted it to be as polished as possible. Absolutely, yeah. And if it was an editing issue, I'd want to go to my editor and be like, hey, why did you let this get this version get published when it should have been corrected? Yeah. So that was my only gripe. It's okay. kind of annoying, but it didn't take away from the reading experience, you know? I can't even handle it if I send out a text message and there's a grammatical <laughs> error yeah. or a misspelling. Yeah, I'll have to follow up with like another text immediately Always. being yes. like with an asterisk like no this is the word exactly that I or I, sometimes that word will get autocorrected to an incorrect word yes. and then i gotta keep going until i get to the right yes. word <laughs> be like four or five lines yeah. i'm like why do i Damn. do this and now well you don't have um an iphone but i have an iphone and you can edit the messages that you send oh so like if you do notice a mistake right after you send it you can go back in and edit it oh that's so cool yeah but i i've used that feature sometimes but I'm so used to doing what I used to do just by sending a million little messages afterwards being like, no, this is the word that I meant, but I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's, you can't, I don't know. I don't even think to use the editing feature okay. half the time. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, to make matters short, I would give this book a four out of five stars. If you love sweet, easygoing, you know, simple reads, then and you need a Mothman fix. Or an alien lust fix or a <laughs> yeah. cryptid yeah fantasy <laughs> yeah then this is the book for you yeah that's yeah. your kink yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> excuse me <laughs> so just a little recap uh, for those of you who may be wondering what the heck's a cryptid, a cryptid is a creature that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. For cryptids born of regional for- folklore. Folklore. <laughs> regional folklore. Uh, regional folklore, or real-life cryptids, as I like to call them. Claims often come in the form of personal stories, but occasionally we get some you know, low-resolution videos or very blurry photos uh, as, as proof or evidence of their existence. And our cryptid or cryptids of the month, as I mentioned, plural, they're uh, different in that we actually do have some video evidence of them. Sweet. Or, you know, alleged oh. video evidence. Well, we will we'll have to yeah. definitely share the link so people can <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Um, so here, I'll show you. Oh, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Oh, was this caught on like somebody's ring camera? Not a ring, just like home security cameras. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, I'll I'll describe their appearance and give a little background, and then I'll show you the foot the various footage, mm-hmm. um, and then we can discuss. Sounds good. So the Fresno Nightcrawlers, um, as the name suggests, they were first seen in Fresno, California. The uh, Nightcrawlers themselves have a whimsical appearance about them. Oh, like trolls or little gnomes. Um. Not quite. Okay. You will see they're definitely less creepy than other cryptids that we've talked about before. They appear to range from maybe three to five feet tall. Mm. So they're on the smaller side. And they look like, so you know, a typical like sheet ghost, like a a bed sheet. Mm -hmm. They kind of look like that. But then they've got two little wobbly legs attached to them. Oh, like they're wearing a jumpsuit? Kind of. Okay. But they're like all leg 
And they've got a little like round head at the top. Oh, that is creepy. <laughs> but they're you'll, they're so cute though. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> they're kind of cute. I I think they are. They're like little sentient pants. Sentient pants. Yeah. Like oh a, my god, that's like hilarious. A strut. That's what they look like. Sentient pants. <laughs> that's another good band name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> artistic depictions will often show them with two little black cutouts for eyes, though the graininess of all the footage makes it hard to discern if they have any faces or facial features at all. And I'm quite fond of some of the fan art that's been made from over the years, and I will find some of my favorites and we can post to right. our uh, Instagram for everybody to see. Oh, you should make some. <laughs> The first reported appearance came from a man only known by the name of Jose in his home security footage from Fresno, California back in 2007. So, as you can see see it walking across. Oh. Oh. It looks like pants, doesn't it? It does. Was it just one? Yeah. This was the very first encounter. There's so there's more videos. Yes. What? Yeah. The second one. Hold on, I need to go back to my. The second and arguably the most well-known piece of footage emerged in March of 2011 and comes from a security camera somewhere near Yosemite National Park. So it's known as the Yosemite footage, which shows a large night crawler accompanied by a much smaller one, and the two stroll down a park trail. Aww. So let me. This is the very first that I saw when I first learned about them. So you see the one. Uh, There's another little one. Oh my. Oh. <laughs> You're so creeped out by them. <laughs> I think they're cute. Do you think that could have been like doctored or like someone added that in? Maybe. We'll we'll talk about it. Okay. I just want to show you the footage first. See, very oh, look interesting. Look at this fan art. Isn't that cute? Yeah, they're very cute. <laughs> they're like walking along. Little, little, little sprites, yeah. little spirits. I don't know. Like they have stilt legs. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, yeah, cute, but can you imagine walking down a dark trail at night and um, coming across yeah, those things? Yeah, I suppose that my first reaction would be <laughs> <Run> fear. <away. laughs> um, the third sighting was recorded in 2012 in Montana, uh, but this particular piece of evidence is quite dark and blurry, though you can make out what appears to be a nightcrawler-shaped figure appearing in the corner and then quickly running away when it notices the camera. I'll show that one. And like, you really got to look for this one. You'll see it on the right-hand side. They'll kind of highlight it, but it's very, it's like hardly there. Uh, oh. oh, it's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it still kind of looks like the yeah. shape of the other ones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. But this one, this one for me seems a little less believable than the other two uh the one that you just showed me yeah the one from billings montana um there's the history channel which has become less about real history and more about supernatural things yeah it's kind of a gimmicky yeah 
premise to the whole mm-hmm. channel. Um, you know, that's where the aliens with the guy and the crazy hair, that's where that meme comes from. Oh, okay. It's from uh, Ancient Aliens. Oh, that was a show. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of how it all like started. Like the pyramids were landing bases. Or something for, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a short video on their YouTube page featuring the man who captured the footage from Billings, stating in which he found a deer carcass on his property, and he checked the footage to see maybe he could see, like, did the deer get hit? You know, did somebody shoot it? Did it get, like, hurt or something? Um, and that was when he saw the creature so is he assuming like that the night crawler killed, killed the, deer? the deer so then they're not so cute. well <laughs> that particular video the history channel it's like terrifying night crawler mm-hmm. and it makes it out to be like a lot more serious and frightening than i think most people view the night crawlers now because mm-hmm. they're kind of just like you know they're str- strutting about they're just going about their business they don't seem to be like menacing mm-hmm. or like threatening, uh, but for some reason, I mean, you know, they gotta sensationalize it somehow. So they're they're taking the the more serious spin, right? On the, the so there's caller. only been three known videos. Um, well, there's there's a couple more that have kind of come out as like uh, not remakes, but like people faking it oh like trying to recreate yeah okay. um and like because there was another one in poland that came out recently but the camera is like super shaky <laughs> super those videos like, where it can never focus on yes so you're just getting yeah. glimpses like, and you're like you are the worst videographer ever yeah, yeah. But, like i'll show it to you um it kind of this one to me seems like the least plausible of all of them just because of how absurd the whole footage thing is because the other ones they're security cameras they're static um you know it's not like they're trying to make it seem like they just stumbled upon yeah with their camera or their phone or whatever how did they know to see that, that that's what i that's what i always wonder do they stumble upon these recordings by accident or is it because someone is like sitting in a control room actively watching a video how do they know that Oh, well, something's on our video. We need to go back through 50 hours yeah. to, to find that. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do they- well, I guess the first one, there was something that happened around the time of when the uh, first footage was caught. Um, or, you know, when that particular nightcrawler happened to be strolling by. He, I don't remember exactly, um... But the guy, Jose, who owned the house and the, the footage of where it came from, for some he had a reason that he needed to go back and look through footage of that particular night or mm. around that time. And he and just that's happened, he happened to find to it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's more specifics than that. I just, I didn't spend a whole lot of time digging on it. Um, but I guess he did have reason or something. There was some something that happened. That, okay. Um. And the Yosemite one, I guess it's, it was like on a property nearby the park. And it came from a, like a security camera from a, a house. Okay. Like on selling a, a older couple's property. And I don't know if something was going on. They were on the lookout for something and they happened to 
stumble upon it. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there is. I just didn't come across it when okay. I was looking these videos up. Um, but yeah, this one. So this is the one from Poland. And to me, it looks like too good to be true, you know, because like, look at how shaky the camera is. And then. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like you can't, you can't yeah. focus on it. And the legs are like, yeah, like someone's got like a stick right. wrapped in a sheet. That's and it? To, yeah. That was so brief. Yeah, I know. So yeah, that one, I I don't know. Um, So, you know, because there's actual video, of course, there's been a lot of speculation and mm -hmm. theories as to what these could be. Some of them are pretty... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, the first thing people are going to think of is it's a hoax. Yeah. You know, people are just dressing up or, you know, they're being silly. I, you know, probably the most possible and plausible explanation. Sure. Yeah. But it's not the most fun. You know, people True. like to have fun with these things. Right. And someone even proposed that, like, eyewitnesses who have apparently seen these things in the wild or whatever... Maybe they're mistaking, like, a type of crane? Or, a bird? Yeah, like, it's late at night and they can only see part of the bird. Hmm. Because it kind of walks like a crane. Okay. I mean, that's just one theory that somebody proposed. Yeah. And they're thinking, oh, this is some strange creature I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. But they just, their eyes can't tell what they're seeing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or someone else even said, like, maybe they're capturing... A deer walking on its hind legs? <laughs> I know. This is I mean, what we do at night. <laughs> Charleston. Charleston. <laughs> I'm just picturing a deer with a top hat. <laughs> walking down. Walking down a nature trail. <laughs> yeah, so. I hope it's that. I hope that's what they really are. <laughs> Show me a video of that. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> oh, now I'm only going to be thinking about that. All right. All right. Okay. We got to get through this. Okay. Uh, a new kind of theory that I'd never heard of before until now. Ghost pants? <laughs> Ghost pants? So that's right up there with sentient pants. <laughs> yeah. 
I like mean... haunted pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like it's like that movie <laughs> where the, they 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 bring they conjure the dad back to life and only the bottom half shows up. What movie oh, is that? Uh, Onward. That movie is so good. I haven't seen that, but oh, oh. my god, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the pants. Yes. <laughs> Like, you did not pay for the full conjuring spell. You paid yeah. for the discount yeah, version. some half-assed spell right. some kids in the woods. Yes. And all they got were the pants. Yes. And that's the origin of the Nightcrawler. Ghost pants. Yeah. Um, it's like Cinder- you know. Cinderella's little mice <laughs> and the birds, you know, holding up the clothes. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, they kind of look like white flowy linen pants they do just you know mm-hmm. going for a stroll <laughs> um I, I don't know i'm not sure how prevalent hauntings of specific pieces of clothing are. yeah right <laughs> yeah um some also speculate they could be a kind of giant mushroom that has somehow grown legs and become slightly sentient what um that's like out of The Last of Us. I know. I was about to say, like, if you're watching The Last of Us right now, that's the last thing we need right now is right. mushrooms with legs. Yes, seriously. <laughs> um, and of course, what cryptic conspiracy theory list would be complete without aliens? Yes. Yeah. That seems to be the most widely you accepted know, theory for what the night crawlers are. Yeah. And we can explain away pretty much any bizarre occurrence in life. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, like, yeah, you know, true. it's your safety net. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe they aren't like the world ending or people snatching kind. Mm-hmm. They're just the kind of aliens who like to go for a late night stroll sometimes and maybe get up to yeah. some shenanigans. In parks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they're fond of our uh, national park system. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate them yeah um but you know kind of back to the whole hoax theory and and in my opinion the most plausible thing Mm -hmm. you know people just having fun or whatever with technology like photoshop or cgi whatever photos and videos from anonymous sources i feel like they're easily dismissed or difficult to verify in terms of legitimacy because they can come from wherever and with a little bit of artistic and technical know-how, you can create a lot of things and make them look very real if you're really good at it. So I, th- I think a lot of people realize that now in you know this technological age, that when we think of fantastical stories with some evidence that comes to light, you know maybe there's some of it that's legitimate, but I feel like a lot of people are just going to be quick to be like, well, it's CGI. Right. You know they're just going to dismiss it. Um, And a lot of times people, even if faced with like the best video evidence, they will never be able to fully accept it because they don't want to believe it. True. Because it's just too bizarre and too too out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Um, Or they need to experience it for themselves Mm -hmm. in order to except that it's real right. just just watching a video of it they're just kind of like whatever that didn't happen to me so yeah, yeah. you know yeah i feel like you know that could be the case here in terms of like the footage itself the quality of the footage of uh, you know for a living i'm a security guard yeah. i stare at camera footage 
eight hours a day. Yeah. I'm quite familiar with how certain things look, especially like at nighttime mm-hmm. with the night vision. Um, or like, you know, cameras still have the black and white. Uh, that's the infrared. Yeah. You know what I love? <laughs> On our local uh, police Facebook page, when they post camera photos of people like you know the cameras going in and out of walmart or something yeah and they have that attempt to identify and the pictures are always the worst yes grainiest yes the people the comments (laughs) are golden yeah they are so hilarious because they always point out you know how bad these video shots are and um a lot of times it's you know you're seeing a particular cropped piece of that picture because yeah. they want to show just the person. Yeah. Um, as, grainy. as close as they can. That's why it gets grainy because it's losing resolution. But the whole picture itself, like zoomed out, the whole camera view is probably a lot clearer. Yeah. But uh, from it being further away from the person, you're not getting as much detail. Right. So when you try to, you try rip to blow that those picture photos up, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're just gonna be like a blob. Yeah. With like two little dark spots for eyes or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um Yeah, I mean like our cameras, they're like nice and new and digital. Uh but you know, digital systems a lot of times have a lot of issues. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we'll be like going through playback, trying to look for something, and there's just like pieces where it didn't record for whatever reason. The oh. camera just decided to stop recording the movement, so we like lose information. Weird. And um, yeah, it's even in the most well-lit areas or with the newest types of cameras, you're not always going to have the best picture. And they're going to glitch a lot. Yeah. So... <sighs> That's also a very real possibility of what's happening here. It could be picking up something, somebody moving, an animal moving or Mm -hmm, something, mm -hmm. but it's glitching out because it's trying to make sense of what's there and it's trying to put in information where there isn't any. Right. Um, That reminds me, I still want you to try that, um, I don't know if it was a filter or what it was the filter where you can point your phone and it tries to capture an image of a person there do you remember oh the ai filter yeah and it looks oh. like you it's like you're trying to find ghosts yeah that video you showed me yeah yeah i yeah. still want you to try is that just for iphones no what's that from uh, that particular filter is on tiktok oh i don't have tiktok oh okay but yeah i think um, we should i think we should try that <laughs> Yeah, but like then again, also like that's not always a reliable system. Okay. I mean, it's AI is far from perfect. Yeah. And it's just it's just trying to put together something because it thinks something has to be there. Okay. And it's just picking up little bits and pieces of information from the actual photo to put it into a filter on top. Mm. And. It's going to make up something there because it thinks there's something there. What would trip it off, though, to think that there's something there? The shape of the chair or the light hitting it. Okay. Okay. It could be something really small. Okay. You know, I... Still a neat idea. Yeah, it is neat, but I'm I'm very skeptical of using that as like a ghost hunting tool. Okay. Because it's... Yeah. It just... I feel like there's a huge margin for error when it comes yeah, to trying to true. apply that to true. something. 
so what was it talking about cameras glitching yeah like especially at nighttime like i you know we'll see people like walking down the street or something and from like a distance they'll look odd just because the camera is trying to pick them up Mm. but because it's super dark yeah it's not the picture is not going to be the best yeah uh so things are going to look weird sometimes there could really be something there or more often than not it is a person like walking by but just how the camera picked it up and is recording it you know it's going to mess up sometimes mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a perfect recording of you know what actually happened yeah gotcha so i feel like there is a chance here that the cameras are glitching or mm-hmm. whatever and in terms of like the yosemite footage with the two night crawlers walking by, to me, it kind of looks like the most unnatural. The way that they're walking it's and placed like, on, yes. it, I, yes. on the trail. It's like they are in a different plane yeah. than the actual ground below yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. Yes. It's I like think, superimposed or something. Yes, yeah. yes exactly. Um, like they were, you know, animated and then added to a static image yeah. and made it look like a video. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that is the case, I think it was really well done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Definitely but creepy. It just looks so slightly out of place. Yeah, how they're walking across the ground that your brain is kind of like, no, nah, that doesn't look super real to me. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a shadow of a doubt there. But uh, yeah, so you know, ever since the first video in 2007. You know, people have been obsessed with, well, what are these things? We we have footage of them, but we have no real concrete evidence of their existence. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to exist in large numbers. They kind of, you know, is it just one or is it just the two? Are there more? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, where did they come from? Are they some type of, you know, discovered creature or, you know, they're an alien or something? Um, People have just been obsessed with what they could be. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, there's, like, a little bit of a fan following of them. Um, you can find t-shirts, plushies, little figurines, uh, tons of, like, merchandise, costumes, etc. Yeah. All, all devoted to them. Any way to market some. Something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, you know, speaking of merchandise, sort of, uh, if anyone is familiar with the comic artist Sarah Anderson... I don't know if she still works at BuzzFeed, but she is formerly of BuzzFeed, and she would draw a lot of their comics for their posts, mm-hmm. and she also has a very popular comic strip, um, Sarah Scribbles, Okay, which I'm sure a lot of people have seen, or you know, even if you didn't know it was hers, you've probably seen her work before. It's always you know black and white, and she has these very like cutesy, silly little cartoon characters, and like a... A characterized version of herself mm-hmm. as like the main character, and um, it's adorable. I just love, I love how she draws, and she put a another comic strip, and I first saw it on Twitter, but she also has it on Webtoon, which is like a free to use, web based, comic okay uh, creator or something like um you can upload your own comics to it okay. If you, you know, make them yourself mm-hmm. or you can just read them. And she has one called Cryptid Club, which Aww. I love so much. And she actually made a book version of it, which I have here. 
It's um the cover is black and then in these like really cool metallic-y uh, magenta letters says Cryptic Club. And on the cover, doing their little fancy yeah. strut is the <laughs> Fresno Nightcrawlers and they're so flipping cute. Like, they kind of remind me of like walking teeth. With yeah, they do look like yeah. teeth. Little ghosties with little mm-hmm. little nubby legs. Yeah. They're just too stinking cute. And there's one comic with them. Oh, the second one. Um, here comes the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh, this is a new development. Dang. And they've got little red heels on. Oh, and they're, yes. they're showing off their heels with their little strut. That is too cool. I oh, That's I so love it. Cute. That's hilarious. Yeah, if you're if you're a fan of cryptids and like collectors items i think i got this off of amazon so i think there's some they're still uh printing it i don't think she's making any more comics though oh, okay so these are collected in the book is all of the comics for cryptid club oh i love but that. she's got mothman she's got nessie she's got uh you know like ghosts cthulhu uh i think Slenderman makes an appearance Bigfoot. Oh, what about Siren Head? Oh, yeah. Siren Head's in here, I think. Awesome. That is a cool oh, book. Oh, uh, this one. Oh, here's the Fresno Nightcrawler wearing a pair of jean pants. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one? Oh, the Flatwoods Monster. Oh, I think I might have heard a little bit about that. Yeah. That's another cryptid that I would like to talk about. But they also make an appearance. We got Aliens. I just, I love this thing so much. I love this book. It's adorable. Yeah, you Go should find if she's going to be anywhere, like, at a Comic-Con or a, oh, yeah. and have her sign it. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, cool. be cool. But yeah, so that's just a little look into the Fresno Nightcrawlers. They're adorable. I, I You find them creepy. That's so funny to me. <laughs> well, not so anymore, cute. because okay. now when... I hear the phrase Fresno Nightcrawler. I will be thinking of deer with t- in top hats <laughs> doing the Charleston down a park trail. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh <my> God. <laughs> that will never leave me. <laughs> a, a new cryptid confirmed? Yes. <laughs> Dancing deer. Yeah. Sentient pants. <laughs> ghost ghost pants. pants. That's awesome. Uh, so if these creatures are real. They seem pretty harmless. Maybe they're a previously unobserved, you know, undiscovered animal species that we don't know about. Uh, maybe they're just little spirits going about their business. Yeah. They're or, not harming anybody. Yeah. Or maybe it's intentionally poor quali- quality video footage of a couple of people in costume trying to pull one over on the internet. Yeah. Could also be. That never happens. <laughs> Oh, everything on the internet is true. <laughs> of course. Um, perhaps those of you listening have your own Fresno Nightcrawler stories or know of other footage or have thoughts on what they could be. Or have you yourself ever seen a strange creature and couldn't explain what it was? Let us know. We'd love to hear some listener tales. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Along with that, we haven't really done an episode about like hauntings or really ghosts, which yeah. I'm kind of surprised. We do need to have one coming up, and we're going to be learning about, you know, how to be paranormal investigators. Yes, that's true. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, so, 
because we are going to be talking about some, you know, haunting ghost related stuff coming up. I really would love it if anybody listening has a ghost story that they experienced personally. Yeah. If they could email it to us, that would be so amazing. Yes, please do. Yeah. And then we could share it and I would love that. I love hearing other people's ghostly encounters. Me too. Oh, so good. Exciting stuff. But yeah, so that's it for this one. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you next week. Bye.